0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, strength and conditioning specialist at The Natty Hour, and welcome everybody to episode 68. In today's episode, we are going to go over how to pull yourself out of a funk. We have uh, really been going hard lately on the nutrition and training episodes, but we have to remember that there's arguably an even more important component when it comes to igniting your inner athlete, and that's our mindset. I strongly believe that having a perfect nutrition and training program means nothing if you aren't mentally fit. Think of your mindset like the foundation of a house. No matter how nice the house appears on the outside, we all know it's going to crumble really quick if that foundation is shit. So putting in the time and effort to be mentally fit is crucial and 100% necessary for optimizing our fitness goals and our true potential. Now, being mentally fit doesn't mean having your shit together 24/7. So many people get discouraged when they have an off day or are just feeling off for no reason and they get so down on themselves thinking that there's something wrong with them when there really isn't. It's normal, right, to have off days. We aren't meant to be robots where we are happy or positive and smiling 24-7. That's not realistic whatsoever. Instead, being mentally fit, or to me anyways, it means having the skill set to redirect your energy, so in this case, pulling yourself out of your funk, if you will, and still getting the job done despite feeling off. We have been so wired to instantly react to an emotion where we don't realize that we actually have choices. Just because we initially want to react a certain way doesn't mean we are required to do so. So I'll give you an example here. I'm guessing you've had tough days at work, right? And after those tough days, the last thing you want to do is go to the gym When we experience this emotion, our initial reaction is to skip the gym. Before exploring our options, so many people will just go with that initial reaction. Just because we feel like skipping the gym doesn't mean we are required to. And I get it, willing yourself to go to the gym when you don't want to is torture, but only at first, I imagine that some of you listening have pushed yourself to go to the gym despite not feeling like it before. And what typically happens after the workout? Often you feel better, right? That's what we are going to talk about today. How do you go from not wanting to do something, but doing it anyways, especially when you know it's necessary for moving your needle forward. Now before we get into that, I want to preface this by saying that this is a skill set and it takes lots of practice. Building up our ability to be mentally fit is no different than working out. You know, when we first start working out, say you're going to do bicep curls for the first time. They're really tough at first, right? Especially if you're not used to it, but maybe the following week it feels a little bit easier and then the week after that you become a little bit stronger and then stronger and stronger in time. You wouldn't have gotten stronger if you didn't keep putting in that consistent effort. Building up our mindset is the exact same way, where we have to keep putting in that consistent effort. You can't just listen to this podcast, feel good for five minutes, and then carry on your day. What I'm about to go over with you, you have to take the time to actually do the hardest job ever, and that's to execute. So let's go over some strategies that you can implement here. I think the most important thing we want to consider is exploring our options more. So when you are making a decision to do something, don't just explore one option. That is your initial reaction. What are the other options you have available? And I think most people do this when they are making decisions over things that don't have a lot of emotions attached to them, such as like picking which route to take to work, for example, It's when our emotions are high and we feel out of it that we stop focusing on all of the options available. And this is because our brain is trying to solve the problem as quickly as possible. So it's easy to revert to that initial reaction that first comes to mind. So practice catching yourself more and thinking things through before making a final decision. Let's use emotional eating here as an example. Say it's been a tough day and the last thing you want to do is eat your healthy chicken and rice dish you have already prepared for yourself. And you would rather just dive into an entire tray of cookies. Before we actually dive into those cookies, we want to catch ourselves and explore all of our options. As we explore these options, we also want to consider the consequences too. So let's explore some here. Option number one is to, of course, eat the entire tray of cookies. And that's, of course, gonna be our initial reaction. With this option, ask yourself once you catch yourself, is this really gonna make me feel better? And if the answer is, no, it's probably gonna make me feel worse, then it's time to explore another option. Option two, eat the meal that you have prepared for yourself. With this option, you know, ask yourself again, Is this going to make me feel better? And in this case, it's going to be different for everyone, but maybe your answer is here. Yeah, maybe it'll make me feel better, but I'm afraid I might still want those cookies that I'm craving. Okay, well, you know, if you're afraid of that, let's consider another option. Option number three is still to eat the meal that you have prepared for yourself and then have two cookies for dessert. Maybe, with this option, it will allow you to still adhere to the program, as well as satisfy your craving. Do you see here how just stopping for a second and exploring your options for a few minutes allows you to achieve the best of both worlds? In this scenario, anyways, some of you may be wondering about, you know, the two cookies and how they might not fit into your macronutrients or whatever your nutrition plan is. And honestly, I really don't care. If having this thought process allows you to have two cookies instead of 12, that is way more important than trying to fit the cookies into your macronutrients. Have the two cookies, celebrate that as a win, and call it a day. Let's go over another example. Let's really drive this point home here. We're going to revisit the idea of wanting to skip the gym, because I know we all feel this way more often than not, myself included. So in this scenario, option number one, of course, is going to be to skip the gym. That's your initial reaction. With this option, you want to ask yourself, is this going to make me feel better? And maybe the answer is going to be, probably not. I'm sure I'll feel guilty, but I can go home and binge on my favorite Netflix show. I'm going to assume that most of us don't really want to feel guilt during our downtime in the evening. And if skipping the gym is going to create that, it's time to explore another option. So option number two is to go to the gym, get a quick workout in, and then you can go home and enjoy maybe one episode. Maybe with this option, that's going to allow you to feel more energized for the evening after a workout and still allow you to enjoy an episode where you are still achieving best of both worlds. Taking the time to explore your options despite how you are feeling can really help you decide what's going to objectively be best for you. Now, it's not always easy to do that, especially in the heat of the moment. It's not easy to catch yourself to weigh out your options like this. It's not impossible, though, so let's go over some exercises that are worth implementing into your day-to-day right now, so that way you can better catch yourself in the heat of the moment. The first one is breathing more. In saying to breathe more, I know it sounds counterintuitive, it's like saying that you wish you had more time. What I'm actually talking about here is intentional breathing, where we periodically focus on deep breaths with the intention to oxygenate our brains and calm ourselves down. There has been so many benefits to focusing on deep breathing, such as improvement in our blood flow, immunity and sleep. It's also been shown to calm down anxiety and even reduce inflammation. Think of deep breathing as a natural painkiller. So the first exercise with this is to implement the 3x3x3 three by three by three method, where three times a day, you just take three minutes to focus on deep breathing. The deep breathing is where you are going to take three seconds to breathe in, hold your breath for three seconds, and then three seconds to breathe out. If you can do this every hour, even better, but start off slow, start off doing this three times a day, and in order to actually adhere to this schedule, I want you to set an alarm in your phone and schedule out three minutes for yourself three times a day. That is only nine minutes of your time. I'm sure we can all take nine minutes out of our days to schedule in this exercise. But you have to schedule it into your phone because it may sound easy, but I promise you you're probably going to forget to do it. So take two minutes right now. Go schedule it into your phone. Go ahead. I, I'll wait till you're done. Once you feel you have a handle on this, I would then progress this exercise by applying the 3 by 3 by 3 method in moments of stress and anxiety. Being able to catch yourself during these moments and calm yourself down Is such an effective way to shift your energy versus just instantly reacting to your emotions and making a decision that you may regret later. Catching yourself in stressful moments allows you to assess the situation because it calms you down, oxygenates your brain so that way you can think more clearly. So moving on to the next exercise now, that is going to be to focus on journaling. And I know some people roll their eyes at journaling, but it helps more than you might know. So why is it so great? It actually teaches you to stop and listen to your thoughts more. Our brains are constantly going and thinking all day long. There are so many thoughts that you can't even recall that you have had because of how active your brain truly is throughout the day. Journaling allows you to hear yourself more. Which we already know is such an important skill set to have, especially when we are trying to shift our focus and be more productive when we are feeling off. Journaling as well has been shown to relieve stress, keep your thoughts organized, boost memory, inspire creativity, and encourage yourself to self-reflect more. I've actually had numerous clients completely change just their eating habits, strictly from putting more time and effort into journaling more. So make the time to put pen to paper again. It doesn't have to be much. Just take 10 to 15 minutes a day. Take that time to jot down a couple of things here. What I would start off with is, firstly, what are you grateful for? Three good things that happened today. And what are your goals for tomorrow? And if you don't have time to write things down or you don't want to for whatever reason, at the very least, just list those things off out loud at the end of the day. The next exercise to focus on here is what are you listening to? And I'm talking about music and podcasts. Do you put on a sad song when you feel sad or happy or an uplifting song? I understand listening to music that's in line with your emotions, but it doesn't make you feel any better. So if you're sad, listening to a sad song is just going to make you feel sadder. It often prolongs the negative emotion you are experiencing. So as much as I love my sad and angry punk rock music too, I would rather be productive and listen to something more motivational that I know is going to shift my mood and my mindset. It's actually been shown that our thoughts generate our emotions. So if you are watching a bunch of negative shows on TV or listening to a bunch of heartbreaking songs, all I have to say is it's not helping. So let's use science here to our advantage and focus on creating an uplifting playlist that you can not only listen to when you're feeling down and out, but on a regular basis so we can ensure we are creating more positive emotions and experiences for ourselves. I'm also a big fan of podcasts. I'm guessing you are too if you're listening right now, but make sure to put that effort in to listen to a personal development or motivational episode each day to help generate that positive energy more and more. And my last recommendation is going to be to focus on yourself. Only you truly know what you need. And sometimes that means being okay with not feeling okay. Our brains have been wired to believe that we're not supposed to feel bad. When in actuality, sometimes you just need to go through the motions of not feeling okay. So listen to yourself and what you believe you need and spend that time focusing more inward. So like, do you need to nourish your body with fresh vegetables, or do you just need to take a night off and have some comfort food? Do you need to rest and focus on recovery, or do you need to feel more accomplished and go crush a workout? Spend the time to find your happiness, and you'll get out of your funk in no time. At the end of the day, we all have moments of not feeling like doing something, It's important to remember that we can't have that rocky theme song in our head 24-7 where we're completely pumped up on life all the time. But just because we have these emotions doesn't mean we are required to react to them initially. We all have those moments of not wanting to go to the gym, for example. But how often do we leave after thankful that we ended up going? Quite often, right? We have moments of not feeling like working out, just like we have moments of not feeling like brushing our teeth. The only difference is we don't ever skip brushing our teeth, at least we shouldn't anyways. Working out and everything else in regards to what we need to do to move our needle forward needs to be no different. So fight through those I don't feel like it moments. Don't be afraid to explore your options because you always have them, so use them to your advantage. You might be surprised of how you feel on the other end. Alright team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful, as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media, maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.